Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, go-giver, Murgatroyd, how are you today? I am good. That's probably my favorite one that you've come up with. Are you going to go-give? I, I really always try to. <laughs> you know, one of the conversations we had recently has inspired this podcast, and, and that is that a lot of the people that listen to the show are people that are either, you know, maybe in, perhaps in business, maybe in one or two different categories. Category one is they're working for somebody and they don't want to be working for somebody, or category two is they've stopped working for somebody and they want to grow their brands, right? And so a lot of them are like, you know, like, okay, I'm just going to come up with this idea. I'm going to come up with this product. I'm going to put it out there. It's going to be a course and we're going to make a million dollars. And sometimes things just don't always happen that way. So we thought, what if we share some of the mistakes that we've made in the past and maybe some strategies that may seem counterintuitive? And I caution you while you're listening to these strategies to say, yeah, 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 tell me how we're going to make money. Tell me how we're going to make money. And we are, so be patient. And sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. So Kimberly, take it away. I love that. Um, well, so this, you know, it's really interesting because we're in the third week of our 90-day virtual mastermind. And this is something that you and I cooked up while sitting at uh, Cibreo in uh, Italy. Was and that an unconscious metaphor that we cooked it up at a, outside oh, a restaurant really, in Italy? That's really funny. But yeah, and I remember talking, you know, through this 90-day virtual with you and talking about all the ways that we could add value and keep adding value and keep adding value. And, you know, then we came up with the price that we thought was like really fair and reasonable and all of that. And now that we're in week three and we're actually helping people create their own products, whether it's coaching or events or mastermind or whatever, 
you know, in all areas, I mean, a lot of these aren't even digital. They're like physical businesses that were like helping them create marketing and all of these things. You know, the one theme that I find myself saying on every ideation session in every time that I can is don't know your worth and then over deliver. And what I, you know, one thing that years ago, God, um, let me look at my notes. Um, it's actually, uh, I read this book, <laughs> November 24th, 2015 at 1.14 PM, only because my notes told me I did uh, in my phone. And I read the book, Go Giver. And I love, love, love that book. So if you have not read Go-Giver, read it now. There is multiple books, but start with the original Go-Giver. And what it's all about is creating stratospheric success through giving. And so it is right up this alley of, you know, I want a business, I want to make money, but I also want to make an impact and I want it to be successful. And the thing that you know, keeps coming top of mind to me is these five laws that he talks about in the book and how you can apply them to your business. So regardless of the type of business that you have, I think these are really important. And I think if you don't do this, a lot of times people are like, okay, I need to make a course. I need to make money. And so they end up making some crap course that is a low dollar amount. So they want to sell a million of them, but they really don't put a whole lot of value in it. And it sucks because there's not a whole lot of value. So it seems desperate. And I think people are savvy and they can feel the desperation through the Insta story. You know what I mean? And I I just think the laws in this book are the way everybody should do business. I think giving value is obviously something that is overlooked and people don't spend nearly the amount of time on it, but I want to I want to stack it and I want to add one more thing to that. And that is the identification of what value actually is to the person. So for example, you can give a tremendous amount of value about wine But if people are not, if your audience is not interested in wine, you could be giving them gold and they're like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care about wine. So knowing where the pain point is for your audience and taking the time, like Kim and I sat here Last week, we're reading a book called uh, Story Brand, which basically is like seven steps on how to be able to deliver value to your customer effectively. And I won't, we won't go in in this show, and I do think we should do a show on Story Brand. I think it'd be very helpful for people, but we won't go into that now. But suffice it to say that step one is figuring out what they want. So you can't provide value to some, for somebody if you don't know what the hell they want. So you got to figure out what, not what you think they want, but what they actually want. Yeah, and, and you know that by asking them. And you know it by asking them. So in the in the way that we created that virtual mastermind, you know, we, I remember sitting there and going, okay, so we have four ideas of different um, things we could do. One of them was you doing podcast coaching. Another one was doing... Um, like small group coaching, like there was four different ideas. And we both put out on Instagram a poll and asked people, what of which of these are you most interested in? Rank them. And so we put a little poll out and you and I, both of our polls, completely different people, answered pretty much in the same order. And that solidified what we needed to do. And that's exactly why we were able to fill this up 
in, you know, the week or 10 days that was even for sale. Like we had a, a goal of how many people were going to bring in it. And we actually ended up bringing two people more than we we expected because we forgot to actually close the cart. All right. But, so now I want to give the flip side of that, right? Yeah. There's other ways also to provide value. One of the things that I noticed in, as we went through in the virtual mastermind, when we were talking to the people that bought into the program and, you know, are on the, the Zoom calls every week with us, when I asked them on day one, how they found out about us, one after the other was the podcast, right? So we provide, we really work hard each week to say, what can we talk about this week that's gonna help them? Yeah. What can, so our conversation, we can get in here and talk about our lives and the funny things that we do and we try to, but understand that all of the things that we talk about are to be illustrative to help you because we really have this avatar in our head of who our people are, what they're struggling with. And we know how to talk to you guys because we hear from you and we listen to you. So this is um, one of the laws in the Go-Giver book is the law of influence. And it says your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. And that is exactly what we're talking about when you're creating a business or a product or something or a coaching. It's not about you. And I tell people this in my network marketing business all the time. They're like, I want, I want, I want. I need to get, 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 get. And I'm like, right, it's not about you. Serve more people. Help people achieve their goals and yours will be achieved. And so that is actually one, what you're talking about right there is don't give them what you think they need. Ask them what they need and then provide the solution. And you're- Why do you, Let me interrupt you a second. Why do you think people have such trouble- asking people what they want. Do they think that they don't know what they want? You know, there's an old Henry Ford quote, and it's like, if I asked people what they want, they would have said they wanted faster horses, right? And so, you know, he said, I'm not gonna ask them what they want. I'm just gonna give them what they want. And, and, and you know, uh, Steve Jobs said, you know, if I asked them, you know, what they want, they, they would never say I want an iPhone because they were, you know, industrious in doing it. Do you think that there's like that line of thinking or do you think it's the opposite where they just skip the step or they, like, why do you think that that's so hard for people to do? I don't think that they skipped any steps. I would imagine that there was many, many focus groups and things that were done on that. I'm not saying don't come up with an idea and bring your idea to your audience before you, that's what we did. We were like, do you want a mastermind? Do you want coaching on podcasts? Like we came up with options and said, what are you most interested in? And then they told us, we didn't go, hey, what do you think we should do a product? What should be our next product? Like it wasn't open-ended. Got it. Like they, um, and I'm so sure- you're, So you're leading them in a way that like, like hey, these are the things I can help you with. This Which is my one? wheelhouse, okay? If somebody was Got like, I, I'd like you to teach me how to, you know, build an automobile, I'd be like, ah, no, that's not my wheelhouse. So I'm saying, here's my wheelhouse. What would you like from it? <laughs> help me help a dog out, right? Right. And if they, and if, if you got, if they answered none of it, then you would know. Right. So, you know, the more that you can put your, the person that you're talking to, the audience, and by the way, a lot of people, when you, they start a, like a new program or they have an idea for something, your audience that you currently have, if you're just starting out, may just be your friends from high school. They may not be your audience, okay? So know in advance that you actually have to start talking about what you're passionate about and build 
a tribe or an audience or followers or whatever you want to call it, build that circle and then ask them what they want. Because if I asked, you know, just my high school friends what they wanted, that's very different than, you know, after doing 15 years of podcasting and videos and all of this and in that audience that we've built that's followed us through travel and podcasts and, and this and that. So sometimes you actually have to have the audience to then make the product that provides value for the audience. So, you know, don't don't try to skip a step, cart before horse. And like Gary Vee talks about it all the time where people try to push a product to market before they are ready. And, you know, whatever happened to just providing massive value for a while. And Jen, Doc Jen Fit did this uh, beautifully on Instagram. She had you know, for a year, over a year, she provided massive, massive value in mobility training. And then when she decided she was putting it together into an actual program and a system, boom, she had massive success. Why? Because she provided value for over a year. She didn't just say, hey, I'm a physical therapist and I'm selling this program, buy it. She provided massive value, created a following, and then said, here's my product. Let, let's talk about the value that she provided because I, I think that you know just using the catchphrase, she provided value, isn't doing her justice. No. Go on Instagram. What'd you say? It was Doc Jen Fit? Yep. Go on Instagram and look at this. So Jen is a, uh, a friend of ours. She's a physical therapist and she has a mobility program, which basically means she teaches you how to move. Okay. So um, she gives you a lot of stretches and stuff. Number one, if you look at her Instagram, her Instagram is so detailed in how to do these exercises with videos that she is clearly taking so much time to make sure that they're easy to follow, that they're fun, that there are problems that people suffer with. Then if you buy her products, it's cheap. I mean, it's like a hundred bucks or something like that. And the value of that product is so freaking good that like, it's like, I'm still like for the lousy $99 that I have given her, I, I feel like I'm, I'm like not in fair exchange because she has given me a million dollars in value. And that's the value. other part. The other part of it is to over deliver. Okay. So there's two things. One is you have, you have two schools of thought, right? You have the people on side A who are like, Oh, well, I have this, you know, thing and I'm going to make it 199 and I'm going to give it away for free because I love the earth and people and all of the things and I would just want to share my gift. Great. That's awesome. Um, do that on Instagram and build something and then sell it in because you have to know your value. There is a law of reciprocity. You give, you receive. It doesn't just work one way. So there's no like martyr going on on this. You have to you have to provide massive value and you will have you have to accept the reciprocity of that as well. So know your worth. Jen created massive value. She took made all of these videos and then took the videos and packaged them into a course to make it simple and easy for you to follow, which felt to you like a massive over-delivering on the service, on what you felt you paid for. And that's another key thing that we keep saying in the mastermind is, don't be afraid to over-deliver. Like right now, everybody is so concerned about, I don't want to get my stuff for free and I want to get everything. Yes, know your value, 
but then over deliver, like wow your people, really, really wow the people that you work with. I'm going to put you on the spot. Thank you. I appreciate that. Who do you think right now over delivers in a way other than Jen that we just mentioned? Who comes to mind? I'll give you a second to think about it. Who comes to mind for you when you're like, when you see them on Instagram, when you listen to a podcast, I know you're not, ironically, you're not a big podcast listener. (laughs) I'll say that happens Um, once a year. Or, you know, like who is it, like who's the first person that comes to your mind when you think, oh, they really over deliver? Um, Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to scan through. Oh, you know who I think really over delivers? Rebecca Louise. In what way? That girl is pumping out more and more and more in free content in the same way that Jen does in fitness. She has an app, the Burn app. Uh, You just interviewed her for the podcast. I'm not sure where she is in the, when someone's listening to this particular show, probably in the same week. But I love her candid, very real down to earth style and I love how she over delivers in you know she's someone in the fitness industry that I really appreciate I think she's great I think uh I think oh what's Well this? you're thinking there's yeah. two there's two that come to mind for me one is Lewis House mm, he yep. is constantly over delivering value for people. Uh, the other one is Joe Dispenza. I think that he's constantly, you know, there's, there's, there's the obvious Gary V who's always sharing something somewhere. So think about, you know, those. I- Shalene, uh, how do you Shalene for, Johnson's how, great. Shalene Johnson, are you kidding? Like, I don't actually know anyone that over delivers more than Shalene. No. She is forever giving away more and more and more for free. Now, do you think that Lewis is hurting for money or followers? No. no. Do you think Shalene is hurting? No. Do you think Jen is hurting? No. Do you think Rebecca? None, None of, of these people are hurting because they're over delivering. So please don't feel like you need to hold the good stuff so that people pay for it. It's the opposite. Lot Give of it abundance. away. Give abundance. it away. So one more thing, and then I know that. Um, We'll wrap it up here because we don't want to keep you all day. But what I really want people to focus on is, you know, know your worth, charge what needs to be charged. Also, on the other side, over-deliver as best as you can. Understand the reciprocity so you don't have to give everything away for free. I remember, you know, doing, oh, no, I'll just... I'll just do it. People would reach out and ask me questions. I'm like, no, 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 I'll just do three coaching calls with you. I won't charge you. And that's my own money mindset issues that are are for me. But if you really want the best of me, there has to be a law of reciprocity and that works for everybody. And then let's see, a few more things. So let me just real quick, the five laws of stratospheric success from the go-giver. Number one, the law of value. I think we, we nailed that one down. The law of compensation, okay? Your income is determined by how many people you help and how much you help them. So if you're really looking to scale and make a big business, realize that you're going to have to be able to help one person as easily as you can help 100,000, okay, to give an example. So the more you serve, the more success you'll have. The next one, the law of influence. We talked about that one. If you place their interests first, your interests will always be taken care of. This is how I operate. My, I'm really grateful and um, humbled, honestly, where I have a lot of people that reach out to me for network marketing because they say, you just seem like you're doing it different. 
And the way that I do it is I truly, truly, truly have the interest of the person I'm speaking to, whether it's for the product or the business, I have their interest first before my own. And that is that is real abundance right there. Um, the law of authenticity, y'all, <laughs> be you, do you. There's nothing better than doing you. And then the law of reciprocity, which is receiving is the natural result of giving. And this one was another hard one for me to do. I am not very good at getting gifts. I kind of like turn into like awkward girl because I don't I don't like getting gifts. I like to give gifts, but I have realized now that the law of reciprocity isn't there. So if you are um, hungry to give, also be willing to receive and apply these rules in all of your business ventures. And I'm telling you, everything will shift. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Provide value. Read The Go-Giver. And I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but happy holidays. Happy holidays. See you next week. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.